Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yaraga and Turbul people. Whose sovereignty was never ceded. This is a Lip Media podcast. One. Welcome to the Nasty Woman Club podcast. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and today is Rant Monday. Thank you, everyone, that tuned in last week's episode dedicated to rich splaining. From what I've gathered with the messages I've received since I posted that episode, many of you have experienced rich splaining, a lot of rich splaining, and also seem to share a similar hatred for barefoot investor. <laughs> For the last time, Karen, no, I do not have enough spare money sitting around to start a fire extinguisher account. God. (laughs) Anyway, as always, I love feedback, so please send in your thoughts, feelings, and emotions about the podcast episodes. I love to hear what you all have to say, and I love having you all join in the conversation. Now, it's time to head on over to this week's rant topic, which is all about... The world's most hated man, the world's most dangerous man, yet also easily the most idiotic man in the world, Donald Trump. Nobody can do it like me. Nobody. Nobody can do it like me. Honestly. Nobody's stronger than me. Nobody has better toys than I do. There's nobody bigger or better at the military than I am. Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Nobody knows the game better than I do. (sighs) Yes. Today's episode is dedicated to Trump. I didn't think that I'd be spending my Sunday talking about a man that I hated, but apparently this is what I'm doing. So why, you may ask, am I dedicating an entire episode of TNWC to a man that is evidently sexist, racist, homophobic, Islamophobic, transphobic, ableist, oozes rich privilege, and still to this day somehow reminds me of my father? Well, that is because the day has finally come. Yes, the day we have all been waiting for, for the past four goddamn long years. Trump is leaving the White House this week. Joe Biden's inauguration is on Wednesday, and oh my god, I'll be crying. I will I will for sure be crying during Biden's inauguration. Like, these past four years, I don't even live in America, and I have been <laughs> so involved in this presidency and fearing for... America and the world during this presidency. I can't imagine when I can't imagine what people in America must have been feeling these past four years. But yes, in a couple of days, the man considered too dangerous for social media, but still somehow has access to nuclear codes, will finally no longer be the leader of America. Oh my god, I thought this day would never come. Anyway, I thought during this episode I would go through some of the most outrageous dangerous and incredibly questionable things Trump has said and done during his presidency. 
And considering I've ranted about Trump throughout my entire relationship with my partner Daniel, which it'd be almost three years now we've been together, so sorry Daniel, for the past three years you've been listening to me rant about this disgusting man Trump, I thought it would only be best that now Trump has finally finished his presidency, my partner Daniel and I can hopefully do our final last rant about him. So, without further ado, let's bring on my dear beloved boyfriend who has to deal with me ranting nonstop, Daniel. But then again, if there's anything Daniel and I love more, it's a good old-fashioned rant. Babe, thank you for letting me push you into coming onto my podcast so we can rant about Trump. It'd be recorded. I mean, what is... What has been the better thing that you could do? Like, tell me something better you've been able to do over the last four years than rant about Trump. It's literally our relationship, I think, pretty much. I our mean, whole yes. relationship is just ranting to each other about things we hate and love. Yeah. And so often, it's Trump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not only because we hate him, but also because we can't help but just laugh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's it's so stupid. <laughs> What's going to be interesting is, like, what are we going to rant about, like, when Trump leaves? Like, our whole relationship, we've been together while Trump's been in office. Like, what are we going to bitch about? Am I just going to bitch about my father? You can get sick of that. <laughs> I feel like that'll still work. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, uh-huh, yes. In saying that this whole laughing at Trump thing... Mm-hmm. It, this whole laughing at Trump thing, at times, it definitely happens. But also for me personally, there is a certain amount of fear and a certain amount of what I would say is existential dread yeah. on the matter. Mm-hmm. As you know, mm-hmm. I've served time in the Australian Army. And you know, it was a good experience and all that, but I would not like to go back. If I could stay away for the rest of my life, which I very much plan to do, I will. Yeah, not something you really recommend for everyone. Oh god, no. no. It's definitely for a certain type of person, but that type of person is not me. Yeah. However, every Australian, every person who goes into the Australian Army, after their time is served, they spend five years in the Army Reserves. They can choose to either go active reserve, which means you still take part in the Australian Army Reserves, mm-hmm. or inactive, which means you no longer have ties or do anything with the Australian Army. Uh-huh. But it also does mean that if the Prime Minister of Australia says we are going to war, I am probably the best way to describe it is for the... Uh, from 2015 to 2020, I was on call mm. for the Australian Army. Yeah. So there was a certain amount of fear and existential dread during this Trump presidency that if he, which a lot of people expected to happen, started World War Three, I would be involved. Oh yeah, the good old days of almost thinking that World War Three was going to start because... Of Trump and Rocket Man. Oh, oh yeah. my god, the Rocket Man incident. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure my life was actually in a good place at that point. 
But I was terrified every single day <laughs> because I'm like, fuck, I'm going to war. Yep. I'm going to go to war. This is happening. I'm, I'm going to be sent. And holy shit, I do not want that. I, I, I like my life. I like living. And also it would have been over tweets. Over tweets based on like who has oh the biggest, God. was it, who had the biggest missiles, who had, there was probably something about the biggest hands or dick sizes. I don't, oh I don't know. There's something God. wrong with your gender. What is with you guys comparing dicks? Okay. Girls don't compare each other's tits to one another. It's like I know, I know, I know a lot of men are really sad about this, but we don't compare each other's tits and be all like, oh, yours is bigger than mine. Oh no, mine's bigger than yours. Like, why are you guys so weird about your dick sizes? Anyway. Fact, it's fragile masculinity. It it's, is. It's basically high school guys who were the king in high school. Yeah. Realizing they have nothing else over the people who have actually left high school mm. and left the time of high school, mm-hmm. moved on with their life, and are actually doing things. Do you reckon Trump would have been king of his high school? Like, and all Kim Jong-un? Do you reckon they were, like, the guys... I don't know, I'm trying to imagine now. Kim Jong-un would have been purely because of his family being, like, a dictator, um... Yeah, actually. Patriarchy. So, everyone knew he was going to be the ruler of North Korea. Yeah. But there is no way Trump would have been. Trump would have been exactly like he is now, Mm. back then. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, apologies to drunk Daniel. Oh, yeah. I probably should have mentioned that at the beginning of this podcast episode, that um, I've had probably three drinks, which equals already Tipsy Demi, and Daniel has had seven drinks. Which equals very, very, very happy, Daniel. If we're talking standards, ten. <laughs> ten. All right, well, that's great. I'm so glad I brought this professional person onto my podcast, contributing to my business. I'm so happy. Very glad I did that. I'm sorry, but for, for ten <laughs> drinks in, I still sound very professional compared to most. <laughs> I'll be editing this and then just hear you go, oh, I'm professional. <laughs> I'll just be thinking, is this Trump I'm listening to? Is this Daniel? <laughs> China. China. The China virus. <laughs> okay, so I do have a structure of this, and I'm going to try and follow this structure, but warning, word of warning, what are you playing with? I don't know. <laughs> to, to finish Debbie's sentence, drunk Daniel may derail this. Yes, we're already planning on going on many tangents, because that's just what this podcast is about, but <laughs> he's still drinking, but because of drunk Daniel here, yeah, we'll, go, we'll be derailed for sure. Okay, <laughs> we're going to get some structure into this, Daniel, okay? Okay, from okay. now on you leave, and I'll just answer. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to go firstly through, we're going to start off a bit more light-hearted thoughts about Trump's presidency, about his this past four years of horror. Then we'll get into more of the, you know, obviously the serious stuff, the dangerous... <laughs> I was going to say, we'll get into the serious stuff, but let's see. But yeah, and then eventually we'll get into the serious stuff because of like how he really has negatively impacted not just America and the world and how much fear he has put onto people and how much he has just ruined their lives but we're gonna start a bit light-hearted but i just i want to clarify that before anyone 
fucking like messages me saying like, oh, you're making making too much light out of this situation. It's just like, no, we're just this is the way we cope is through jokes, okay? This is the way we cope. All right, this is the only way I was able to cope through COVID. Okay, so anyway, we're gonna go through through firstly some of Trump's most stupidest moments, and I try to like condense this down as much as I can. But so word of warning, this can go on for a very long time because let's be realistic here, Trump has done many stupid things. Daniel, my love, what are some of your favorite, favorite Trump moments that just oozes his um, stable geniusness? <laughs> I mean, obviously, him having to say that he's a stable genius... It will always be top because anyone who's a stable genius would never have to say that. Do you reckon Bill Gates would ever say, I'm a stable genius because I invented Microsoft? Like, do you reckon, like, someone, like, no, or his... Stephen Hawking ever said, I'm a stable genius? No! <laughs> no. Because anyone who is actually a genius would not say they are a genius mm-hmm. because they would understand that everything they have done has the potential to be beaten. And most likely in the future will be beaten. Yeah. Proving that they may have been a genius of their time, mm-hmm. but they will not be a genius throughout history. That actually surprisingly made sense. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite stupid moments of Trump? Oh, there's too many. My brain is just swirling with so many. Um, my favorite. Well. One of my favourite stupid Trump moments will always be I have done more for African Americans than any president with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) One of the most racist people in the world has done more for black people than any other president. (laughs) The guy who tear-gassed and called in the National Guard and Army for peaceful protests, yet did nothing when white supremacists drove cars into peaceful protests, shot at peaceful protests, or stormed the fucking Capitol building. He did nothing except incite that. Yeah. And could not condone white supremacist or KKK supporters. Oh my god, what did, they, what did he call them? He called them, um... There's bad oh. dudes on both sides. Oh, yeah, no. During the Jacksonville riots. That's right, no, it's like there's decent... Was it like decent people on either side? Yeah, he said there was bad dudes and decent people on both sides when he was talking did about the Jacksonville KKK riots. Did he say dudes? Did he? He might have said dudes, actually, did yeah. Did he actually say dudes? I want to look this it, up. It honestly would not surprise me if he said dudes. I want to see. He's that thick and that stupid and that juvenile. Yeah. I want to look it up because I want to know like, if it's your drunkenness that thinks it's dudes or if he actually did say dudes because... No, he, it was dudes, was yes. It was dudes? It was dudes. Oh, said decent. There are bad dudes and decent dudes on both no, sides. No, honey, it's not. Very fine people on both sides. That's right, yes. <laughs> oh my fucking God. When literally people on the side that votes for him were wearing KKK hoods. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at the fact that you thought it was he said dudes. I know Trump says stupid shit. Would he ever say dudes? I'm pretty sure I have at least a vague memory of him saying dudes. He would say it very sarcastically, wouldn't he? He'd be like, no, no, no. no he wouldn't because no. that's because if Trump does one thing well, mm. it's play to his supporters, and he knows that his supporters would say dudes. That is true, and they love him. Someone even said that even if he had a Nazi symbol, like have a SWAT sticker, a Nazi symbol tattooed on him, they would still love him. It's just like he, well, the dude actually said he probably does, and just laughed about it. He's just like, oh yeah, some of my mates have it. It's just like, all right, you know what kind of person <laughs> you are. You white supremacists, we've probably seen you on TV at the mm. Capitol, in the Capitol building. They know you. Ugh. That wouldn't surprise me at all if he was there. Mm. But it just frustrates me that they just love him and adore him so much and they just just don't seem to comprehend that all the terrible things he does. Like, he gaslights them so much. But then, at the same time, you got to think, like, it's pretty obvious that he's a terrible person. Like, he's not mm. sneakily trying to do evil things. He, it's very fucking obvious he's doing evil things. You know what I mean? Mm. But he doesn't care about them. That's the thing. He does not give a shit about the people that have three jobs and are struggling to pay rent. He does not give a fuck about those people, even if they are his biggest supporters in the world. But he doesn't give a fuck about them. I just don't, I just don't, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get why people love him when he clearly doesn't love them back. And he's an obvious psychopath and an evil human being. There's no ifs or buts about it. He just is. Hmm. I actually think what you were leading to there, for me personally, yeah, a really good explanation is something um, that one of my personal heroes and favourite human beings, John Oliver, has mentioned. Oh, yes. Way back when he was first running, before he was even elected, mm. John Oliver did numerous... Um, what would you say? He did numerous talks and he has these amazing... Uh, long-winded explanations on things. He did numerous of, of them on Trump. Mm-hmm. And in one of them, he uh, he did something which shocked me to my core and really scared me about the potential of a Trump presidency before it had happened. Yeah. Where he said, this week Trump has done this, he's done this, he's done this, he's done this, and he's done this. And all five of these things, all five of these things were truly terrible things that no one in a position of power should ever do. Should ever do. Then he proceeded to say, Mm. now two of these things he didn't actually do. But you don't know which two. Mm -hmm. And that, that is the terrifying thing. Mm-hmm. Which to me just scared the sh- just scared the shit out of me. Oh, I'm sorry. Just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to interrupt right now. Our dog is sleeping and she is dreaming and she is making sounds because she's having a little nightmare. <laughs> it's the cutest noise you've ever heard. She's just going, ooh, 
Sorry, I'm getting very distracted. <laughs> you, you get, you're going so good. You're being so passionate. I'm referring to puppies making sounds. She's dreaming. Have we woken um, her? No. Okay, haven't. so continue. Sorry, you 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 were going really well. I just had to get distracted by the dog. And and after explaining this thing of you know five terrible things, but two aren't actually true. Yeah. He compared what Trump does to the bed of nails theory. Oh. Now I'm sure most people had seen an acrobatic or circus actor lay or stand on a bed of nails and the principle behind this is they can do this because multiple nails means the weight is dispersed a single nail will pierce multiple nails the weight is dispersed a single nail pierces so by Trump constantly doing bad things and things that a person running for electoral office should not do. It takes the weight evenly. Whereas if he did one bad thing, it would stand out. Mm-hmm. Yep. But by doing multiple bad things and having that as the constant, there are so many points pointing up that it disperses the weight and disperses the weight of what he's doing. Yeah, because so often, like, if if you were to ask someone, oh, name some things Trump, name some terrible things Trump has done, everyone would have, like, everyone would probably have, you know, like, some key, big, popular examples or something like that, like, well-known examples that were talked about in the media. But everyone would also have a lot of different other examples because so often we have forgotten about the stupid shit he has said and done and dangerous shit he has said and done because there's just so much of it like like when i was trying to do the research for this i don't i definitely have not got everything there's so much i've probably forgotten probably some key things i've forgotten because he's just done so many terrible things it's just you we've all literally lost count Mm. of what he's done but also most people will have different things because most people will remember the things that directly affect them. And Trump mm. has done so many bad things that will directly affect so many different people. If you talk to someone who is a Muslim, one of the main things they will remember is his ban on Muslims as one of the first things he did in office. Which is also one of my favourite stupid Trump moments. When... He tried to ban all Muslim immigration into the United States and then he was defeated in a court battle against that to which his response was I'll see you in court. (laughs) That is one of my favourite oh honey moments I have ever fucking had. Oh, do you want to explain to listeners what that means? That's like an inside joke of ours. You you explain. You better explain it than I There is a How I Met Your Mother episode, which actually features Katy Perry as a very gullible, ditzy, what you would normally call a ditzy blonde. The characters, when recalling the story, refer to her as Oh Honey, because everything that came out of her mouth just made you want to go, Oh Honey, and give her a hug because of how stupid the thing coming out of her mouth was. 
an example they use in the show is, I mean, I should probably feel bad about giving someone on the internet my social security number, but the guy's a Nigerian prince. And that is when you go, oh, honey. <laughs> that was actually our first ever inside joke we've ever had. I think it was, yeah. Yes. The first night we met, like, we just kept joking about that because there was a certain person that we worked with when we first met. We were just like, oh, they are definitely an oh, honey moment right there. Yes. Oh, they, <laughs> and to this day, they still are. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Speaking, oh, my God, this is such, this is such a good, like, transit over. For once, it's not a tangent. It's a transit over to a different topic. Another great oh, honey moment during Trump's presidency would have to be easily Daniel do you recall if someone was to say to you can you please book a press conference at the Four Seasons do you think you would be able to book it at the actual Four Seasons Hotel or at a different Four Seasons place that's next to an adult store (laughs) To me, it is the perfect summation of the incompetency that is the Trump administration. Alright, you need to go Okay, tell everyone what exactly happened in case they are not fortunate enough to know this <laughs> amazing O'Reilly so, moment. The human stain, which actually a week later had stains running down his face, Rudy to, Giuliani. He needs to get a new hairdresser. Like, that was just. That mm. scarred me. That just. Oh, that head. What? That, hair dye drip is something to behold. So, obviously Trump wanted to contest these results because he is a complete and utter bigot who could not accept the fact that he would ever lose anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the voting we're obviously talking about. Yes, yes. this is the voting. Voting. Um, every He has always been bailed out by mm-hmm. everyone throughout his entire life. But the one time he could not be bailed out, he wanted to fight tooth and nail to show that he actually won this election when clearly he did not Mm -hmm. it is obvious in every case that he did not and a lot of his fighting simply ended with more votes for joe biden yeah which high five (laughs) because that's just awesome (laughs) a high five high five so trump said to his lawyer Rudy Giuliani, I want you to announce that we are challenging the results of this election at a high-profile location. I want you to book the Four Seasons Hotel and make the announcement in front of this hotel. But to show the true incompetence of this Trump administration... The Four Seasons was booked. But it wasn't the Four Seasons Hotel. (laughs) It was Four Seasons Total Landscaping. (laughs) Which, by some small miracle, was held next to an adult bookstore. (laughs) It wasn't even that. It was... a, And it was simply an adult toy store currently having a sale called Dildo Madness. 
So right next door to Dildo Madness, did Trump's lawyer announce they wanted to challenge the election results? Nothing. Nothing could surmise just how incompetent this administration has been than that. <laughs> like, the photos of all the reporters just on this dirt car park outside of this disgust, disgusting building. It just, oh my god. Oh my god the rusted iron, like, yes! roller door. Yes! Oh, it's iconic. That just made my day... absolutely iconic. Like, I laughed for oh, a week. That was so fucking funny. I reckon that, I reckon that made me laugh for a good week. Yep, mm-hmm. But remember, honey, he's a stable genius, and so is his team. They are a stable genius, okay? <laughs> and remember as well, no one has bigger crowds than him. No one has more friends than him. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bigger crowds reminds me of one of my favourite moments... Over this whole debacle. Okay, okay, uh huh, uh huh. Which was his rally, which Trump had set up as his biggest rally for his re election campaign, where oh. online you could, where online you registered for your free seat. And this whole big spectacle, which he'd booked out a stadium for, mm, yeah. was completely derailed. By not only K-pop fans, but users of TikTok, which has been a thorn in Trump's side since its fame grew, Mm -hmm. and led to quite possibly my favourite photo I have ever seen of Trump showing his true whiny bitch status. After getting off the helicopter from coming back from this rally, where he had all of ten people. Oh my god, that look on his face, just walking off that helicopter, just looking so defeated that his rally had like no one there because all those because all the K-pop fa- K-pop fans and TikTok people just took over it and took his seats, and there was no one, barely anyone there. Every parent. Every parent who has had a toddler knows that face. That is the face of a toddler tantrum. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so I think we've gone on a few tangents here. So before we go too deep and too far into certain topics, I do want to make sure we do mention some certain stupid moments that I think it it would be cruel not to mention this to the audience. And I need your reactions of these because I'm kind of hoping that some of these you've forgotten about and now it's just back in your memory forever now. Okay? Are you ready? Ready for some stupid moments? Please proceed. 
I will proceed, yes. Okay, so I think another moment that has the most iconic photo of the most stupidest moment ever of Trump is him looking at the solar eclipse. <laughs> Do you remember that? I mean, that purely just shows the level of intellect that this man has. Stable genius, yes. <laughs> I'm just going to mention that throughout the entire thing. <laughs> it's, it's probably the best quote because when he said it, he meant it thoroughly. Uh-huh. And it has only been used in a derogatory way mm-hmm. since. Yep. Also, speaking of stable geniuses, <laughs> early last year, he decided to joke. Apparently, he was joking, Daniel, but he said that people should inject themselves with bleach to combat COVID. But apparently, he was joking, even though it was during a press conference and even though he was actually suggesting that, oh, have you, have we tried that yet? <laughs> I mean, truly, I wish he had of. Because we all know how that would end. You're the Anyone best. Anyone with two brain cells to rub together mm. knows how that would end. But really, I don't think people do because bleaching companies actually had to put out statements to say, um, do not drink us or inject yourselves with bleach to try and get rid of COVID. And have you got to also think about some of his Trumps, Trumps, some of Trump supporters as well? Well, that believe anything he says over anything because of his favorite statement, mm. fake news. Oh yes, fake news. Where he is the only legitimate news source. Yep, and he knows more than science apparently. I didn't know a person could know more about science. Oh my god, who knew? To quote Trump, mm. I don't think science knows. <laughs> When he was saying that global warming isn't real, to which his expert said, well, science doesn't agree with you. Mm -hmm. Trump's response, well, I don't think science knows. (laughs) How did this man achieve leadership of a country? Mm Mm-hmm. How? Yep. Oh, no, but according to him, because, what was it? He put out a tweet. And said that it's very cold and it's snowing in New York right now. It would be better, like, it would be better if we, we had... We glo- need global warming. Because it's <laughs> snowing in New York. Oh, honey. You do not understand global warming at all. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. That is definitely an oh, honey moment. Oh, oh yes. the greatest oh, honey moment. <laughs> okay, what are some more fucking stupid moments of Trump. Oh my god. We have the moment where he went to see the victims of the Puerto Rico hurricane that happened god I don't even know time anymore. I think it was like two or three years ago. And he threw paper towel into the audience like he was at a fucking I don't know football game. I don't know sport. When when, when do people do that? Like throw towels or Like the t-shirt cannons. That's right, the t-shirt cannons. Yes, that's what it was like. And these people lost their homes, lost their lives, lost their loved ones, but he's throwing paper towels? (laughs) It's just... (laughs) I will explain that sound, seeing as this is not a visual medium. Yes. I just facepalmed harder than I thought facepalming was possible. It's like red now. (laughs) (laughs) 
I am assuming it's very red. <laughs> was the pain worth it for the for the uh, stupidity of Trump? No. No. To fully encompass the stupidity of Trump, I would have needed to headbutt a brick wall. That is fair. That is fair. A palm could not have the impact of the stupidity of Trump. <laughs> Speaking of stupidity of Trump, did you know that apparently Trump became a food influencer for a week during his presidency? <laughs> Do you, I don't know if you... I don't know if we... Was that the same week that... Uh, he had the government shut down, and the um, White House was then catered by McDonald's. That's right! Oh my god. Or was that the oh. week that he invited the uh, African-American football team to the White House, and rather than presenting them with a decent meal cooked by the chefs of the White House, he offered them McDonald's? Well... It wasn't those times, but... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay, well, who knew Trump really loved his food? Oh, my God. What if he became, like, a spokesperson of Macca's? It honestly would not surprise me. Oh, my God. So, what happened? I don't know. If we... I don't think we've had this conversation. So, for some reason, Trump and also his daughter, um, what's her face? Ivanka. <laughs> I always get Ivanka and Melania mixed up. But then again, like, you know, Trump wants to fuck both his daughter and his wife, and... And and they, and they and both. Neither of them want to fuck him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. And so Ivanka and Trump they shared photos of themselves posed with I think it was like goya beans or something. Like Not she. The fetus? <laughs> okay, that's an, another inside joke. People, please don't get weirded out. It's an inside no, joke. That, that, that's from a YouTube about uh, a. Girl called Eliza goes to a dollar store and uh, finds a baby onesie for a dollar at the dollar store, to which her response is, what the fetus? I love Eliza. She's just... Oh, Oh, she's hilarious. If you haven't watched her YouTube, please just... What are you doing with your life? Anyway, (laughs) anyway, for some reason, I think, I think the brand of Goya beans or something with the businessman was like kissing Trump's ass. I don't know. But yeah, him, him and Ivanka, that is, that's a, that's a big orange, disgusting ass. No one would ever want to kiss. Can you imagine the flab? Uh, Uh, You just get like. It wouldn't be toned or anything. No. The great ass needs to be toned. Daniel, what's a toned ass? Like, what do you... a toned ass is a well-shaped ass defined by muscle, meaning that it actually holds a good shape. How do you like my ass then? It ain't toned. <laughs> Mine's just fat. <laughs> oh, yours is toned beautifully. It has a great oh, shape. Why? Thank you. My thank you, Trump's darling. Trump's ass would look like a ninety-year-old's tit, but hanging down around his fucking knees. <laughs> uh, it'd be. Do you reckon he? Do you reckon he tans his ass? Because you know how he tans his face. Do you reckon he would tan his ass? No, he couldn't be fucking bothered. He's too fucking lazy. No, no. He, he doesn't even tan to his hairline. Okay, He okay. leaves a good couple centimetres there. So wait, are we saying then that he tans himself? I think someone else tans him. I think that there's a poor fucker out there that tans Trump's ass. I really think so. Because I he... mean, it's probably Jared Kushner. He got him to do everything else. <laughs> Do you reckon he got Jared Kushner to also wear a security vest like he let over his suit like he did when he went to, um, 
What was it? Afghanistan, was it? He went to... Oh was that, it, was a, it was either Afghanistan or Iraq. He, like, wore this fancy suit and then wore the security vest over top. He looked like such a douche, even though he always looks like such a douche. Anyway, this is... He's the most <laughs> vanilla man there is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, we've gone on tangents from Jared Kushner to tits asses to Trump's ass. To Trump's looking like a nine-year-old grandma's tits. Flabby and hanging at the knees. Good. All right. Speaking of, actually, no. This isn't transit. Like being a good transit at all. Okay. Another thing about Trump that was a more stupid. That was another stupid moment. Is that why can't Trump drink water with one hand? Like, is that something that he like he normally requires someone to do for him? Why can't he drink out of a glass or bottle of water with one hand? What's with that? Yet he gives shit for Joe Biden being old. Have you never watched a 90-year-old woman trying to drink soup with a spoon? They do better than that than Trump does. By the time it gets to their mouth, they've shaken so much that there's no soup left on the spoon. (laughs) That's literally Trump. But Trump keeps saying that he's like the fittest thing in the world and says he's so great, yet he has to take two hands to drink water or drink a bottle of water. Mm. But then he does like... (laughs) Then he does the dance. Who was it that described it? It looks like he's um, joking off two invisible bull men when he does the dance. Oh, yeah. His version of dancing is jacking off two ghosts. (laughs) I mean, there are so many comedians who have done this. Comedians plus late night hosts. It seems to be a favourite line of both Russell Howard and Jimmy Kimmel. And also, let's be honest. Okay, this is also us doing a good transition right now. The people that has helped us get through this presidency is all these media hosts. What has been your go-to ones, babe? So the ones that you just so the ones you just mentioned, Russell Howard. Who else? Uh, for me, at the beginning, it was all about John Oliver. Yeah. Whether he was doing stories on the Democratic National Party, mm. or the Republican National Party, Trump's inauguration, but since Trump's inauguration and his becoming president my number one has always been russell howard oh i love that man so much i'm sorry he's my second husband (laughs) (laughs) i think he's also your second husband this is your first husband i'm your wife third stephen fry oh i'm sorry of course stephen fry yes you have such a love a love for stephen fry and his voice such a great voice such a great voice yeah Oh, such a great voice. But yes, Russell Howard, if none of you have watched Russell Howard, you just need to. And not even just about Trump. His impression of Queen Elizabeth and Philip. Philip! Philip! Liz. Liz. so much i need him to come to australia i just oh yes. he's so funny it's just i love him so much you know who else has really helped me as well it was during like just when trump was getting voted in it was like the months prior to that chelsea fucking handler oh my god she had a netflix show and she was very invested in Donald Trump's campaign with Hillary Clinton she was so invested she was, she created this show that was educational but also very sarcastic very dry with her sense of humor but 
Oh my god, she was so great. And then it was just so sad when then Trump won and then she just felt so defeated. But then even throughout, since then, through her social media and then other TV shows and stand-ups she's done. And yes, she is, she is my first wife. I fucking love that woman. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. my dear we are almost finally done this podcast i'm so sorry i dragged you on and distracted you from cooking steak tonight but we are almost done that is fine i have more than enjoyed ranting about the piece of shit that is about to leave office yay thank god and this is biden 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 actually no why are we chanting that come a lot come a lot come a lot Dolce is just thinking like we're trying to like start something now. She's like, what's going on? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? So what better way to conclude this good old fashioned rant about good old Trumpy is with the top five most savage moments against Trump. All right, my Daniel, I'm going to go through this list and you're going to tell me if you agree or disagree and... You know, have a good old laugh at some of these savage moments against Trump. Alrighty, so I'm adding like a little drum roll effect. That's much better than me. Alright, number five, we have Nancy Pelosi ripping up his speech. I love that woman. My god, I love that woman. I I know I love you more than anything. But that woman is amazing. Uh-huh. Just while all the fucking people are cheering him on because he's saying he's like, you know, not gonna get impeached, blah blah blah. She's just like rip, rip, rip and just nah. She's like, nah, fuck ya. Yeah. yeah, if you've ever played Mortal Kombat or ever heard anything about the game of Mortal Kombat, when you destroy someone, it pops up on the screen screaming Fatality. That is all I can think of when I see that happening. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to picture now. Whenever I see her face now, it's just fatality. Fatality. (laughs) Alright, I think number four for most savage moment against Trump would easily have to be him getting COVID-19. Oh, and his orgies in the doctor's office? There was (laughs) twelve. There was 12 doctors and they were all grabbing a different part of me. I'm sorry, but what orgy were you at? Oh, that's right. That's what he said. I'm thinking, did I miss something? Did, I, did he have an orgy I was not aware of? Like <laughs> Twelve doctors each grabbing a different part of you is not a good thing. <laughs> I can't think of orgy without the quote from Big Mouth about orgy. Oh orgies. my god, I love that. <laughs> if, if you haven't watched the series Big Mouth, I feel... You appreciating this podcast will appreciate the series about 
that sentence didn't. You appreciating this podcast, you would if, appreciate. If, if you appreciate this podcast, then you will appreciate a Netflix series about children going through puberty. And one of the greatest moments of the of this Netflix is when the hormone monster explains to a young teenager that every orgy needs a witness and baby wipes. So imagine if all those doctors then they're grabbing at Trump then if they have baby wipes then there's going to be some orange baby wipes. (laughs) (laughs) They're not he's not orange I'm peach. He's peach. (laughs) I'm peach I get it. (laughs) Oh yes. But I still remember uh, I say it like this I still remember it was only fucking last year. God, time is just weird right now. Anyway, when yeah. he got in, when when he got COVID nineteen, I just remember there was like our favorite local bar down the road. It had like a sign about him getting COVID nineteen and like telling people to come in and celebrate, or like something about like oh, hopefully it kills him or I don't know. I was just like, yep, I'm so uh, happy that everyone's excited. Yes, we were all so hopeful. Uh, so hopeful. But then again, if he did die from that, he wouldn't be kicked out of Parliament. Hopefully, hopefully dragged out of Parliament House. Parliament House, not Parliament House. That's in Australia. Fuck off. The White House. White House. I'm too tipsy yeah. and I'm hungry. I want my steak. I'm so fucking hungry. Oh, we have chippies over there for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. Alright, okay, 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 okay. Almost done, guys. Almost done. Almost done. We can have our food soon. Number three, we have, as we mentioned earlier, K-pop fans taking over a Trump rally. And also TikTok, we cannot forget TikTok. And can we appreciate as well that it was TikTok who Trump has been working so hard to ban, yet TikTok took to over his rally. And just recently, TikTok banned him. Before he could ban them. Karma is a bitch. It's a bitch. Yes. But being someone who... Ha- who appreciates studies and practices photography one of my favorite photos of all time will always be that tantrum will Mm -hmm. always be that tantrum depressed face of trump i wouldn't say depressed depressed is the wrong word to use defeated i think i would say sulking oh was a very sulking face that sulking face of him walking from the chopper knowing that his biggest thing of getting big crowds had been taken away from him. You know what reminds me of? His face reminds me of our cat Rora when we go into the kitchen and she thinks she's getting fed and then she realises she's not. Reminds me of that. No, that's, that's so evil. That's so evil. Trump would never admit to having an evil face. Oh, that's true. That's... It's more Dolce's eyes when we oh. have food and refuse to give it to her. Oh, but don't compare his face to Dolce. Dolce has, like, the most beautiful, gorgeous face in the world. Like... I know. But... I suppose it's more of a it. pig face he has. Yeah. It's more of a pig face. Oh, but that is an insult to pigs. Pigs are so cute. You think... But you only think of baby pigs. No, big pigs can be cute as well. Not when they're rolling around in the mud and snorting like they do. Oh, wouldn't that be the dream? I'd love to be able to do that. You do that every night you sleep. 
why do you think I love pigs so much? I just imagine myself and my pig just rolling around in bed, snoring along. Okay, this whole part is getting cut. <laughs> no, we're keeping it. Oh my god. Yes, we're keeping it. Oh okay, okay, alright, okay. We're on track, guys, we're on track. Okay, so, number two. Number two, we have one of our favourite humans just giving Trump the biggest stare-off, the biggest, like, resting bitch face ever. Greta Thunberg. Do you remember this picture? I love this picture. This, for me, as I said, who is a lover of photography, the main thing that sets apart a good photo from a standard photo is the phrase, story is king. Mm. And when people say a picture tells a thousand words, that is the, this photo is the epitome of that. Just that stare at Trump, just, oh. Because that, that stare <laughs> is what every regular citizen would give to Trump. Uh-huh. If they had the chance. I think that's why it's just so iconic, because it's literally what everyone wishes they could do. Just have that stare, just not have to feel like they have to kiss his ass. Like, even though, like, obviously it's so many people, if they met Trump, they would... I'm pretty sure there'd be some things they would say, <laughs> and a bit worse than that stare, but it's just, oh, so iconic. And also because he's just treated Greta Thunberg so disrespectfully ever since she has risen popularity and has been speaking about global warming, so it's just, yeah, number two most savage moment against Trump. And then, lastly, definitely not least, is the interview Trump did with Aussie reporter Jonathan Swan. Now, Daniel, I do love you. I do love you very much. But this man, Jonathan Swan, oh my god. I fell in love with him so much when I saw this interview. He ripped Donald Trump to shreds. I fully believe that it was the first time that Americans saw what real presidential reporting looked like. Holding the power accountable. The faces he pulled, which he admits he probably shouldn't have, but everyone who watched the interview went, how the hell did you keep yourself so reserved? <laughs> because when he brought up the most... Not harrowing, but when he brought up the most prudent statistic of what had happened, mm. that... Per capita, America had more people dying of COVID than anywhere else, to which the leader of that country responded, you can't do that. You can't say... You, no, no, no. Yeah, but no, that that's not how... You can't, you can't have that. You have to show it like this, where it looks like we're good. Oh my God. No. And then for him to say as well, when Jonathan mentioned the rate of COVID-19 deaths is increasing, Trump said, it is what it is. Uh-huh. It is what it is that the amount of deaths that are happening per day in America from COVID-19 is as if America was experiencing 9-11 every single day. His response to me, it is what it is, sums up his presidency. Yeah. He doesn't care about the average person. He doesn't. He doesn't believe in science, 
he will only show statistics that show that he is right and he will do anything he can to say fake news on anything that shows he is a bad president which is 99% of the things that happened mm-hmm. well I think that is it for today my dear on our rants on the most idiotic yet dangerous man in the world Donald Trump and hopefully we don't have to go on another hour long rant about Trump again hopefully after Wednesday my life will not be so consumed by him because I'm so sorry throughout our entire relationship I've been over consumed by him that is okay most people are even outside of the country he's running have been consumed by what he's done because of the far-reaching impacts well then we are going to go and eat our steak but thank you everyone for listening to us rant i hope you enjoyed daniel coming onto the show i'm gonna try and push him to come back on maybe we can go on another rant about another douchebag from the world maybe our pm don't know. We'll see how Maybe we... the British PM, my Maybe god. The, British the, the right wing oh wave that this human piece of filth has pushed is tremendous. And at such an awful time, yep. oh my god, the most incompetent leaders of the free world have all come out during the most trying time for leaders. Looks like he's already starting the rant already. <laughs> I think it's going to be a yes for you coming on again. <laughs> I'm already stressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much our life. We're just already stressed already. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club Rant Mondays. And thank you, Daniel, for saying yes to ranting with me getting drunk with me as we talk about Trump today. I really appreciate it. It would have been quite sad if I was just drinking by myself and ranting about Trump by myself. But yet again, that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. Every share, every rating, and every review helps grow this podcast. I'll be in your ears again on Thursday for another interview with another inspiring person that loves a good old rant. I'm your host, Dana Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone.